1: We've got a mother and daughter. And all I'm going to say uh, with my best Northern English accent is they're from up north <laughs> in England. It's not very good. I've lost my accent. I'm going to try that again. listeners. They're from up north uh, in England, <laughs> in the UK, to delightful young ladies. Notice I said young there, Gail. There's a clue there. The I know. I know. <laughs> I
0: like Gail.
1: Gail and Ruby Acaster from, as I say, up north. Ladies, a very, very warm welcome to you.
0: Hello, Paul. Thank you for inviting us on the show. I'm Gail Acaster. Hello, and I'm Ruby.
1: And this is Ruby's
0: first podcast, so she's a little bit nervous, (laughs) (laughs) listeners. But we're in good hands with Paul, so looking forward to
1: it. Well, as you know, listeners, I mean, Gail's been on one or two previous, uh, more than one episode, and... You know, we like to think we have a bit of fun here and, you know, I'm sure there'll be the odd nugget of uh, interesting info comes out. I'm sure music will get mentioned. I'd just like to record it on air, listeners, that Gail does still owe us a song or two. It's not, you know, she might think as the days, weeks and months have gone by that that's been forgot about, but it's not. Anyway, we move on. So Ruby, if I could start with you. I mean, there's, you know, what we've got here obviously is mother and daughter. Let's start on the topic of music, shall we? I mean, does mom um uh, does she still play, and I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate. Here. Does she still play old songs? I mean, what you might think are old songs. Yes,
2: definitely. She um she played a wide range of everything really. Um some are okay, some I could go with, um, but others I just think, oh dear. Um she likes old rock music and um heavy metal, things like that. <laughs> um yeah, very upbeat and it's um it's nice listening to uh, music that she will have grown up with and um listening to how it's changed from back then to how things are now.
1: So give us an insight, Ruby, if you will, into some of the more, um, I want to use this word, embarrassing songs or music that <laughs> your mother plays.
2: Well, hmm, there could be a few
0: here. Um, <laughs> remember, this is recording. <laughs>
2: um, trying to think of some bands you'd listen to. Um she likes uh, Death Leopards. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, personally I think are very old. Um, what else do you listen to? Um, there is this band uh, called Skin. It's not, I don't know, is it very popular at moment? No, it was oh. back
0: in the day, gosh. Donkey's Years. Back it's it's in, years. The it's in the day. <laughs> You know, kind of growing up with a, a wide range of music yeah. you know, I like my softer songs as, as well yeah so yeah I like to sing out a tune but no way is Paul getting me singing ever <laughs> and, um, <laughs> no, you, you don't want to hear it trust me <laughs> it's, it's persistent I'll give you that I think um what is it I think I've tried and failed um a Mariah Christmas song, haven't I? I love Christmas songs. And I I probably, yeah, that's
2: probably a cringe moment, isn't it?
1: That's very embarrassing. So what about you, Ruby? I mean, part of the, I mean, this is fascinating to have mother and daughter, you know, that generation between you. Because one of the big things that I personally um, would love to do and work hard towards doing is bridging that gap. Because I think there's a big gap between how young people see the world and how, inverted commas, older people see the world. And it's, you know, sometimes I even, and I heard this recently, and I thought this had gone out years ago, and I was I was shocked, not pleasantly either, when I heard somebody say, the problem with young ones nowadays is they don't know the place. Young ones should be seen and not heard. Now, that's no. something that I was brought up with Um A good few years ago just let's say that and I thought that had all gone do you feel that as a young person Ruby, that that kind of us and them is still there in society
2: yeah I think um you know there's um a lot of people have um different ways on how they look at things as mostly as the way they're brought up um And I think sometimes that people's actions and the way they are is due to how they've been brought up. It's not always that situation, but, um, you know, personally, I feel like sometimes it is. Um, You know, you you do hear uh, stereotypes and like, you know, older people sometimes do say, as you say, the young ones. Um, But it's, Young people sometimes do get blamed for things for being young as well. It's, you know, they're all young, stupid, whatever. Uh, but older people, it's, you know, everybody is responsible for, no matter what your age is, how your upbringing is, it's kind of how you look at the world in this present year, I think people should be more like.
1: Mm, live in the moment, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Gail I'm going to come to you in a moment around that same question I just want to kind of uh, while I've got you on the mic so to speak Ruby ask you about your music give me a you see I was brought up with Frank Sinatra, Karen Carpenter more later <laughs> years um, Gloria Estefan that kind of stuff What well, what's what's the kind of beat these days for you know generally young people and then more specifically yourself
2: um Me personally, uh, I quite like uh, a range, really, Um, of young, uh, sorry, of upbeat, but then sometimes depends on how I feel, really. Sometimes I like a little bit more of a slower kind of um, beat and then sometimes kind of more of an upbeat. It kind of depends on my mood, really, or what I'm doing. If it's more of a party or something like that, then Uh, more upbeat and there's a there's definitely a difference in what my mum listens to and what music's like now there's not as many like bands and kind of rock and heavy metal
0: (laughs) I do just listen to Uh, yeah
2: yeah, it's there's
0: definitely
2: back then if I say um, Mm -hmm. there's definitely more bands and kind of things like that where there's where there's now it's more of just either one person and kind of I suppose uh, a lot of different sounds in the background and you know DJs and kind of things like that where there's um when my mum was growing up and the types of music that she listens to sometimes it's kind of the singer making their own music rather than it being more edited
1: mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah more manufactured I guess is what I'm saying yeah, yeah yeah I agree with that mm.
1: So, Gail, obviously, we've done, you and I have, um, yeah, we've done the music scene, I think, quite a bit on previous episodes, <laughs> so there's no need to go there again on that one. But just flipping back to the question I asked Ruby about this, this gap between young people and older people and how, you know, bridging that, yeah. I mean, kind of almost forget temporarily that Ruby's at side of you, as your daughter. You know, how do you see that generally between the two generations?
0: I think, Paul, it is a generational thing and whether it's different times that people grew up. And it also depends on the person. I can relate, you know, having younger children to them and I make sure I make an effort to be interested in the music nowadays and and do things. You know, obviously I've had my generation uh, upbringing, but I think this needs to be more communication I would say, let's say over 60s, for example, you know their generation and how they were brought up. They wasn't taught to interact with uh, young people as much. You know, parents had got that the dads got to work, the mothers were the homemaker. There wasn't as much time spent during COVID, for example. I took you know time out of working and business and building business to really spend a lot of time with the children in all honesty, I've been quite hands-on on on mother anyway, and, you know, uh, everybody does the best that they can, but it's, I don't think the older generation tend to Uh, get to know the young people so much you know maybe there, there needs to be some sort of gap that bridges the two of them you know I would love to spend a day with somebody you know elderly and find out about their time and how they lived or or maybe it's an educational thing that we need to do at school I too Paul was brought up in a household of you know um seen and not heard and especially being a female you know women didn't have that power of communication and talk so there is there is a there is a generation thing but i think as time is going on and especially my generation of the 40s and and early 50s we are spending more time with our children and and communicating and getting to know you know know them Um, so maybe in time might not be in our lifetimes paul but in time there might not be so much of a gap i've heard it myself with um you know older people and said oh it's it's the young i think covid was blamed on the young for it being spread and it you know this culture tends to stick and it's not it is unfair in some aspects um, it, it can be a bit of a label that needs to go mm.
1: One of the things that um, I'm a great advocate. There again, Gail, you know, I know we've spoke about this in uh, in the past, and probably more than one occasion. One of the great things I think is is a leveler between any generation, because you you know my personal views, listeners, on labels, whether it's young, old, black, white, gay, straight, rich, poor, they're just labels. Uh, that literally just labels that society seems to put so much store by, you know, rather than just that acceptance. And one of the things I find personally that can unite us irrespective of all those, and I'm going to call them silly labels, damaging labels is what Richard Gervel would call childlike curiosity. And for my take upon things, um, Gail I'm going to keep this with you for a moment if I may, and then flip over to Ruby yeah. but to my way of thinking I don't care what thinkings where did that come from <laughs> to my way of thinkings, <laughs> it doesn't matter what age you are does it if you've got that childlike curiosity to you know keep the mind young and explore and ask questions and you know that knows no bounds does it age-wise
0: no you're absolutely right and you know we've heard the saying age is just a number and you know it actually is we we come on this earth and go through various stages in in our life and it's each I I don't sort of celebrate each year older I I celebrate each year of learning and experience and you're absolutely right I'm was the parent as (laughs) we will probably tell you you know I'd be on the swings next to them and, and joining in and you know it and you'd get some mums that would frown upon that, you know, say, oh, you're being immature or you're being sort of kid-like. But it is kind of, obviously, I'm an adult, I have bills to pay and I have responsibilities, but to look at the world through sometimes the eyes of my children, they're, they're a daily reminder of youth and life and, you know, all the possibilities in front of them. But then, you know, as I reach an old age, I will... I will still adopt that attitude, you know, of you're alive, you, you, you've got opportunities, that the world is a, the world is a playground. I mean, I, there, there we go. There's a new um, mm. way of thinking. And it, it actually is a playground, you know, and it is what you make of it. What do you think, Paul?
1: I think you're absolutely right. I mean, one of the questions that's dropped out of that, Gail, and I've got to ask you, I mean, I know, you know, a guy should never, ever... Flirt, flirt around asking a, a lady around such a thing as an age. But you did give something away a bit earlier on when you said, you know, as as a woman in her mid 40s. I've got to ask you, what's life like when you kind of get to that age, scale? You because, know? I mean, <laughs> me and Ruby, we've got years to go before we get there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say mid-40s? No way, I'm early 40s. Gosh, I've just entered my 40s, I'm a baby. Um, but, yes, it's kind of, we're in the it's not even midlife yet because people are li- living longer anyway and I, I plan on living a, a very very long life <laughs> and there's, um, too much I still want to do but but yeah and for my age you, you kind of you, you have society's expectations that you have to act dress you know and be a certain way and, and, and establish yourself as a certain way but there, there shouldn't be any conditioning on society and I've kind of Really try to instill that on my children Um that, you know, you get one life. There's no dress rehearsal for this. It's one shot, you know, and and whatever life throws at you, challenges or, you know, good, bad, hopefully more good than bad. You, you just kind of, you know, nothing's worse than death. Death is final. Obviously I don't say it that <laughs> extreme to my kids, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, it's kind of, it's having that free, Free energy, free spirit to just enjoy life, but being in my early 40s, um, it's good. I much prefer this decade, um, to probably previous ones. As my childhood wasn't, um, ideally put it that way, which I know not everybody's is. Then, as I sort of grow older and you learn, you, you make your mistakes and learn your way in life. So, at this stage of my life, it's it's a good, happy place. I'm quite grounded, settled. And, you know, the kids are getting older, so they're less, <laughs> less <laughs> Um So, yeah, it's it's a good, good phase. I'm sure there'll be people listening that would agree that 40s is, a, is quite a good decade to be in.
1: Well, I'm not very good at maths, listeners, but I've reckoned by, I've done so, I've counted on my fingers and toes. I reckon I've got another 20-odd years and then I'll understand <laughs> what Gail's talking about.
0: Yeah. I, I, absolutely, Paul. I totally
1: agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Ruby, um, two words, childlike curiosity. What does that mean to you when you hear those two words?
2: Well, child childlike to me means um, somebody that's a, a child, I suppose, that's... Um, if you say something's childlike, so if you, somebody said, oh, that's very childlike, to me that would seem, imma- it would mean maybe immature, um, childlike, immature, which um, I agree with, I'm not because, you know, not all children are immature, you know, there's some, you get to a certain age and you kind of look at the world either as still childlike in a way, or you look at it as more, um, as opportunities and things to do. And, um, yeah, and then curiosity is kind of, to me, wondering and questioning and, um, yeah, wondering, questioning and finding things out and exploring. That's what kind of springs to mind mm. right now, those words.
1: Okay. So what if I was to say to you that, obviously, as a young lady, um You've got that freshness of mind. You've got that curiosity that, you know, yet again, I'm generalizing that young people have because, you know, I'm not going to be cynical or go into any kind of dark places here. But I think it's fair to say that sometimes as we go through life, we can pick up one or two challenging experiences that tend to make us look at life in maybe not such a... um easy stroke childlike way and i don't mean that in by any stretch of the imagination in a patronizing way just the opposite but i think once we've got that kind of beauty and that kind of touch with the word innocence of and the be- the power of of the way the world really is because the world is a beautiful place there's no two ways but i think as we get older we get a bit can get a bit more cynical Because, you know, life may have kicked us a couple of times and, you know, we kind of maybe even slip into victim. of Why does this happen? I did. I've certainly been there on more than one occasion. So I kind of offered that. And that's why I asked the question, Ruby, of this, this freshness and this beauty of mind that the younger generation have yet again, generally. And to keep that and then to keep asking questions you know, despite life's challenges, not to lose that and ask questions of, OK, so this has just happened to me. And I may not have liked or enjoyed that experience. But I think once you once you've got that kind of safety net of a loving, secure family um, around you, you can ask and explore those questions and you can keep that that beautiful young mind alive. Does that all make sense, um, Ruby, or, or was I kind of going around a little bit in circles there?
2: No, no, no. I understand what you mean. It's definitely with the fresh mind. I feel at my age that there is, you know, I'm starting to look at thinking ahead a little bit of, you know, what I want to do when I've just picked my options at school. So I'm thinking of, you know, what I'd like uh, to do in the future or some ideas of what I'd like to do. And I think you get to a certain age where you know, you have more responsibilities and it kind of goes two ways, I suppose. Sometimes the way you brought up people are treat younger than they are. And then sometimes, you know, you treat as you are. My mum's always taught me to keep going and, you know, no matter what happens, you know, I've always got my mum and to keep going. And I think having that person that tells you to keep going is, what keeps you going if that makes sense mm, and yeah. I'm just you know I'm glad I have that and it really does encourage me to keep going I see how you know my mum keeps going and I see how um, you know no matter what happens that she'll just keep going you know for me and my, my younger brother and um, you know and I know not everybody has that some people have things a lot worse than others um, but I think you know, I personally feel the way I look on life is, yeah, it's not all sparkles and rainbows all of the time, but overall, there's a lot more good than bad in the world and no matter what, because things will happen to you in life. They always will, good, bad, whatever, but as long as you keep going, you can get to them good things and you can get through the bad times, although you may not uh, seem like you can get through them in that times, you, you definitely will. Um and if you just keep going, you can just achieve so much more. And you'll look back and think, I did that, you know, I got through that, I did that. And But I do feel having that one person that you can look up to, I suppose, being a young person, it really does encourage you to and, and opens more doors for you, in a way, if that makes sense.
1: Mm, it does, having that positive role model. Um, definitely in a general sense but having that love and that security of knowing somebody's there that i mean that's massive that's absolutely massive so let's dive in now to another subject and, and and compare listeners between the what might be or may not be that's not for me to judge um the differences of opinions on the state of the world so ruby i'll start with you on this one so if you you know If you had a a magic wand, and that magic wand was to give you one, grant you one wish, but one wish only. So you could choose very wisely here, and you can only spend that wish, you can't spend it on yourself, you've got to spend it on the world. What would you, as the fairy godmother, with that magic, (laughs) magic wand, what would you what would you wish for in this world to make this world a better place? But one wish only.
2: Oh, that's a tricky one. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'd grant people all um, to maybe appreciate things more in life because I think sometimes people take things for granted quite a lot and, you know, in good ways and bad ways. Um, or maybe the wish of to just sometimes think twice or think how... Oh, we can
0: only have one wish.
2: But, you know... If you had to narrow it down to
0: two, <laughs> she's put she's pushing <laughs> on. Maybe next time this one. She's only thirteen. You said your wish. Sorry, either, Ruby. Either you'll
1: go far in life. You're going to go okay. far in life. I can tell.
2: I'll put two forward. You can choose which one. <laughs> um Or the wish um. to maybe think of you know although sometimes you have to do things that you know that'll put you first a little bit not in a selfish way but I think some people sometimes need to maybe think just about how that's going to affect you in the long run or think of you know you've got to try not I know I'm only saying this from 13 but try not to have as many you know regrets just think actually how might Will this come back on me or will this catch up with me in a couple of years' time? And um, I think that's really important on how people see the world. And personally, I think it's fascinating in the way different people have different views on uh, the way they look at the world. Um, I personally appreciate a lot of um, just being able to sit around with my family, being able to sit around and...
0: Oh gosh, and <laughs> <My daughters. laughs> it's my daughter.
2: It was sorry. one wish. The question <laughs> it was just expand it, but yeah, my one <laughs> wish going back to the question would either be to make one. people think a little bit more on how their actions and what they say might affect other people or you in the future.
1: Okay, we got there. We got there, girl. (laughs) Gail, what about you? You've got that same kind of metaphoric magic wand there again. Mm. One wish, can't spend it on yourself, got to be spent for the benefit of the world. What would that be?
0: For everyone to experience love. Wow. In whatever shape or form that meant to them. So every human being, before you die, you experience love, I think. And that could be, uh, that offers a whole multitude of things. So um, I think when my time comes, um, it would be nice to say, yes, I made a difference. I was loved and I gave love, I think, Mm -hmm. Um, because that's the only thing I can take with me, I guess. Not anything materialistic, not anything. Um, It's those experiences, those what's in your heart. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what uh, what I felt there, Gail? We're kind of going back into the previous episodes, because that was the very consistent theme, wasn't it? We spoke so much around love generally. Self-love particularly is massive. And just listening to you speak there, Ruby, what was coming through to me was that that, uh, awareness of self-love. That was coming through. And, of course, you know, we have to... We're influenced by that. So, you know, just by the way, you know, mother and daughter are interacting here, listeners. I don't know if you're picking up the energy. I'm picking it up very strong. There is obviously blatantly a very, very warm, loving, secure relationship. And when you feel you're in the midst of that, even on a podcast recording like this, surely that can't help but rub off on you and and inspire you. And and for what it's worth, girl, well, you know my views because we spoke about this listeners this it doesn't get any more simpler than that you know love makes the world go round in whatever way shape form it comes as gail says quite rightly you know it wears many different hats at many different times so um i don't really know where we go from that to be honest because that's that's the ultimate answer isn't it other than mm, I think I'll, I'll just kind of start to, you know, wind things down a bit by saying to each of you girls, okay, leave us with one piece of massive advice. Or oh, any, it doesn't have to be massive. That's, that's <laughs> pre-framing. But just leave us with something, a different perspective on the world. Gail, you've already shared that monumental one around love. I don't know where you're going to go after that because in my humble opinion, there is nothing that would top love. But, yeah, let, let um any thoughts, Gail, on your your parting shot around to lead to our listeners around, you know, the way forward in life, if you will?
0: Okay, Paul. Yeah. Um. Actually, I'll just add with the um with with Ruby. Obviously, she's my world. God, I love that girl to pieces. But I do tell her when she's right and wrong. It's kind, of, you know, give her that guidance and. Um, I would never what's the word some some parents I know can kind of push their kids on and put them on pedestals which doesn't always you know do them well in life you've, you've got to keep them real and keep them grounded I think but but yes it's I think if you ultimately surround them with love then you, you're not doing a bad job at it but I think my parting thing I think is find your happiness find your happy or what makes you happy Um, because I think that in life is a goal that I'm not sure that everybody reaches and you know it's as long as you're happy and that can be job um, where you live what whatever happiness means to you it's um, you know find your happy and I think Hmm. But if you find happiness and love, I think, gosh, that's
1: um, the ultimate, isn't it? Mm, Absolutely. Ruby, what about you? What's your kind of, uh, um, well, first of all, before we go into that, how's this first podcast experience been for you? Because I think it's fair to say, hopefully this doesn't embarrass you. Well, your mother alluded to this at the top of it. You were a little bit nervous to start with, wasn't you?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was a little nervous, but it's um, I, I've enjoyed it and talking, and it's been quite relaxed. And you've been a very good host, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's it's been nice, relaxed, chill, and just flowing off the top of my head. Yeah, the
1: Pretty checks roughly. the checks in the post for that nice compliment, Ruby, to be there <laughs> tomorrow morning. Like you said, Ellie, she's gonna go far <laughs> Oh, she's she's a well, she's Let's um... let's put it. What's that old saying, Gail? The apple never falls far from the tree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She, she is she's you know she's um got winning smile it's just a good combination you know and she's yeah I mean she's interested in people and life and you know I sometimes when I have those days where you know you do wake up and you do as Ruby says take things for granted and you sort of get bogged down in various things you know I, I look at both my children you know my son included and you see that optimism, you know that excitement for the for their lives ahead, and it's a good um, reminder of you know look at the world through your children's eyes. Do you know what? That's a song, isn't it, Paul? See the world through. your children. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it you is. might have to sing it for. Ah, still, <laughs> want to get me to sing this. <laughs> You yeah should. that's the song isn't it looking through the eyes of the children I don't know what you're on about you gonna kind of have to sing it is it let children's <laughs> laughter remind us how we used to be that's the song isn't it paul i don't
1: right. know what you're talking about i agree with yeah. you a no, I don't,
0: don't you, <laughs> you gang up on me don't be ganging up on me so i start singing because that's um and I, I know what you're trying to do <laughs> yeah, yeah but yes there is um it is it's that's I've kind of gone off on one now with the song, but, um <laughs>
1: Yeah, back to you, Paul, before I start waffling. <laughs> <laughs> so final <laughs> words to, to you then, Ruby, around, um, you know, the one thing or, you know, just, I don't know, anything at all that's coming into your mind to kind of leave with our listeners around, you know, um, I don't know, the world through the eyes of a young person. Help us to understand more, the older generation. Help us to bridge that gap you know anything to say or close off with anything at all really
2: I think to either listen to us and listen to what we have to say and you know take our opinions into account a little bit more maybe or for young people to just be yourself and you know don't be afraid to be yourself or don't be afraid to put your opinion and your voice forward it's yeah i think that's the biggest thing that mm-hmm. i'd like
1: to get across i suppose superb out of the mouth of babes comes very wise advice there <laughs> ladies i want to thank you so much for what's been a delightful dance it really has listeners i hope you and you share that view You know, I hope you've picked up on the the beautiful energy, not just between uh, Gail and Ruby, but between the whole kind of dance between. And it just shows you how powerful conversation can be. You know, I've never spoken to Ruby before. I've never even met the young lady. But look how we, you know, we've flowed there. We've enjoyed it. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. That, you know, okay, that's in this podcast. But that could have been in, I don't know, a bus queue in the bank, in the supermarket with seemingly three total strangers and that is to reinforce gail's point that's that's an aspect of love that makes the world go round and i want to leave it there other than by signing off and saying remember the world's changing how will you respond
0: thanks very much for listening to this world game changers podcast episode hopefully you found it interesting and helpful drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?